What's up, guys? It's your boy, Ja, back for week two, part two of politics. Today, we're going to be talking about uh, post-election results. Today with me, I have my friend, Ethan. Hey, guys. What's going on, brother? All right, so, Ethan, how's it going, my brother? Um, everything's going well. You know, I'm, I just saw a few, it was a few days ago where the presidency for 2021 and going on from that was released. It was Joe Biden. The people who support that, well, I hope you guys know what comes, what entails with that. And for the people who do support Trump, that's unfortunate. But we will now discuss Joe Biden's plan because he will become the president starting in 2021, January. Well, we already know that Donald Trump during his time of presidency was not shown to properly deal with the coronavirus cases like other countries have. So we realized that um, Joe Biden has a lot of stuff on his shoulders. He has to, he has, he has a lot of expectations, like specifically working with the scientific community and its workers, because a lot of people are looking forward to a vaccine starting in like December or early January when he starts coming into, um, when he starts coming into presidency because obviously people want to get out there. People want to get back into school. They they want to go back to their normal way of life. And I'm like, obviously, that's we need a vaccine for that to happen. So um, what's your idea on that, Jakeys? Uh, Well, basically everything that's going on, he has a lot of expectations because he's made a lot of promises. He said that he's going to listen to the science and go based upon what the scientists telling him is best for the country and best for us to... Uh, round the corner now along with his presidency uh there's a few challenges going forth right now because trump is saying that there was voter fraud and that there were illegal votes so he is pushing to have uh done in certain states to make sure that uh you know there was no voter fraud he's also claimed that he was the winner when the uh really the vote showed that you know Biden won by a significant amount, you know, so we all we have to see exactly how everything is, uh, you know, going to play out this year. Um, I don't know how this is going to play out for the simple fact that Trump has no evidence of voter fraud going forth in any states. So it's a matter of watch and play in this situation here. um, I'm like, as I've seen in the debate, I saw that these theatrics were bound to happen. He was bound to make it. I I think, and I quote, he will drag his feet coming out of the White House. So I, I expected this to happen, but I don't expect any big drastic changes. So right now I'm just going to focus on like Biden's new plan. I just want to put a quick disclaimer out there. Just because we did vote for Biden doesn't mean everything that he says we agree with. We have to make sure that everything he does is what we agree on because obviously he's a represent he's a representative of the people so we have to make sure that though right. we voted him we didn't vote him as a choice most people voted him as an alternative so you have to make sure that you're not just blindly following this politician right because he still has a lot of things to combat such as climate change right now climate change especially in the united states right now you see how hot it is? It's November. It's supposed to be like in the in the low 40s, but right now it's 70 degrees outside. It's not supposed to be this hot. 
I'm not complaining though, but they still really should focus on like the climate protections and specifically power plant emissions. Um, Barack Obama was working on that during his presidency, but it didn't seem like he had enough in the budget to actually specific, to actually work on that. Um, let's see. Well, they yeah, have, you know. Yeah, go on. He's made a lot of promises. Now it's just a matter of seeing if he's going to deliver on those promises. Um, you know, part of it, a lot of it comes with the coronavirus, climate change, because President Trump has... Uh, pulled us from the uh, Paris Accord, you know, and he's got a lot of criticism on it because, you know, a lot of people were saying, well, why would you do that? You know, it's, you know, this was our one chance. And he also got a lot of criticism on from when Obama and Biden put in place, you know, the system in the White House so that when uh, a disease was traveling around the world, we wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't know about it until it got here. We would have, you know, some type of warning. And he, Trump got criticism on that because he didn't use it. So I think that that's another reason why a lot of people decided that, you know, voting for him was the alternative than, you know, to keep Trump in office. Now, whether or not Biden is going to deliver on his promises is a different story. But it's really just, you know, like I said before, it's really just a a watch and play game. You know, you have to just watch, um, you know, because Trump is not, you know, obviously, as we know, Trump is not going out even easily, you know, he says himself, and I quote, I'm not leaving the White House willingly, you know, so it's kind of puts an impression on the American people. How do you have a president, you know, saying that, oh, I'm not leaving the White House willingly, you know, it's like, you don't really have a choice. I definitely get that, definitely get that. But going back to like what Biden has to do, right? One thing he also did promise was to change course on former, um, change course on foreign policies. Um, right now, due to President Trump, we have withdrew from producing nuclear weapons and um, sup- supplies of nuclear energy that we used to get from Iran. But Trump in 2018 pulled out from that. So Biden said he'll, rely- he'll revive that and returns to strict compliance with the nuclear deal. And I quote in his second debate, um, he believes that we should be equipped with these things because as we start building stuff such as aircraft carriers and large ships for our Navy and maybe different planes for our Air Force and other branches, we're going to need a more advanced a, a more advanced um, energy source. And obviously nuclear energy is coming into play rather than diesel energy. Um, we also have um, reversing um, his plans on reversing Trump's environmental policies. Um, uh, let's see. Um, Biden wanted to undo changes in how agencies reviewed the environmental impacts of major projects that like expose toxic chemicals to the environment. And so he would be more focused on, let's see, instead of downplaying the risk of inflates, um, downplay, downplay the risk and inflate economic benefits, he's going to focus on the environment because obviously we need a place to leave to um, future generations, man. We can't just destroy this environment. We got to use it eventually. Um, let's see, uh, obviously with the coronavirus going on, we're still looking for a vaccine and he's putting more of a strain on the scientific workforce. So for the people who are going into college nowadays need to look, are looking for, um, jobs that are in high demand. A lot of science jobs are open. A lot of STEM jobs are open. So for people who were interested in that, 
you got all different types of places around the world, not even around the world, directly in our United States. There's a lot of places that that you can do many science majors, biology. So maybe one of you guys could be the person who works on the next vaccine. I'm not going to say the Corona vaccine because I really hope for that sometime in the coming years. I don't want wait wait for someone in high school right now to graduate. Then we get it a, a coronavirus vaccine. But like I hope to see it in the next few years that we have people who were in high school during these times, during the coronavirus, the coronavirus times, who are making new vaccines for possibly new diseases that may come out because it's shown like a direct correlation to global warming, that global warming is one of the main effects of pandemics because as more like waste is being produced, obviously the heat is producing different types of bacteria and all that stuff. So obviously we have a lot of stuff to work on more of the, but we don't want a lot of biological warfare. Um, yeah. So that's basically all that Biden talks about. And there's probably a bunch of other stuff. Um, as you can remember, he was a very in support of the African-American empowerment movement. So hopefully we see more changes in our police force, not specifically defunding police force, but let's try to improve the communication between people of low income communities and police officers. So we don't have common missing misunderstandings that we usually have. So yeah, that's basically just my idea on those specific topics. If you want, we can get into what Trump promised, even though it really doesn't matter at the moment, if you want to get into that. Um, honestly, Trump, you know, Trump, not, I'm not going to say that he, uh, didn't go through his promises because he did go through on a lot of his promises. Now, whether they benefit, now who they benefited and what communities they benefited is a different story, you know, with the, um, you know, with the tax cuts, you know, he did roll back on taxes, but in reality, it didn't really help, you know, anyone of the middle or lower class. It really just helped, you know, people with, you know, deep pockets, people that have money already. So, you know, he got a lot of criticism on that because he said he should be doing more to, you know, help the communities that don't have, you know, um, you know, that don't have a lot. Um, I must say he's always said that he was in, uh, in you know, support with the uh, African-American community. But when asked at one of his debates about how he felt about, uh, you know, the rising of, you know, uh, people saying that, you know, white power, you know, white supremacist groups against, you know, minority communities, you know, he said, he never said that, um, he never really said that he didn't, uh, support it. He also, you know, referred to, he never, he didn't deny it, but he didn't support it as I support it either. Yeah. So, you know, um, when it comes to, you know, the Hispanic community, he, uh, um, you know, in one of his debates, he referred you know, to them as bringing crime and drugs into the country, you know, so that's not really a good look for him. Mm. Um, A lot of people also voted for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because Kamala Harris, you know, has a extensive background in criminal justice, you know, where being, you know, the district attorney for in California, you know, so people think that she would be, you know, a good candidate, you know, to lead to lead a movement to change, you know, how policing is done across America, you know, because reform is needed. And like you said before, you know, defunding the police isn't going to help 
you know, it's only going to make matters worse because if you defund the police, well, then that means now you have less, now you have less police force in your community. So now when you need the help, you know, there's not going to be that many police officers to help you, you know, so. Definitely, definitely. And also we need that money for um, actually training police officers better so they could deal with high intense situations. Um, I wanted to bring up some ideas that um, that actually Trump made while he was still in presidency. And I want to see how Biden reacts to that. As you know, during um, 2019 to 2020, the Space Force, a new military branch was made. Um, President Trump didn't really have, right. any, have much ideas on what exactly to do with the Space Force. Uh, but it seems like Joe Biden's going to use it from protect from let's see, um, atmospheric warfare. So specifically other countries, just in case that they might be sending satellites from above, um, be sending satellites above the atmosphere near the United States to get information about certain things. So hopefully that's what the Space Force will be used for. Also, we want to get more trips out of our atmosphere. Um, There's also that. Uh, Let's see. Let's see, Joe Biden's, let's see. But yeah, definitely, I'm, I am I know a lot of people who are interested in Space Force, so let's see, those are like what you're going to be um, doing and stuff like that. Um, one of the big, int- one of the big things I was mentioned is that Joe Biden is being used as a puppet for Kamala Harris, because obviously Joe Biden being one of the oldest people in presidency and Kamala Harris being- Correct. Uh, one of the first African-American and female vice presidents. So that's a big accomplishment for our females and our minorities. So what do you think about the idea that Joe Biden is just a puppet? Um, in turn, I don't really think, I feel that, you know, she'll have a big influence, you know, on what he does and the executive orders that he makes. But in turn, I also don't think that he is going to be a puppet for her. I think that he still does have his own ideas that he is going to, you know, put out there. Um, you know, I think that, you know, they're going to work together very closely. Um, you know, she, um, you know, with her extensive, like I said before, with her extensive background in criminal justice, um, I think that a lot of things that, you know, aren't benefiting people well, this society as a whole in the, in America, I think that she is going to be one of the people, you know, to lead a movement to start and trying to change these things. You know, Joe Biden, he he's really just, I feel though that, because, you know, there's many times where people have said, you know, you know, to know Joe, to know, to know Joe Biden, you know, is to know service before self, you know, so I don't think that he'll be a puppet for her necessarily. But I do think that in turn, there are going to be things that she is going to use him to put out there. Definitely, definitely. I also agree with that idea. I just wanted to hear your concept on it. Um, obviously, before President Trump, our, our president was Barack Obama. And as we've seen in recent like election campaigns, Joe Biden and Barack, Barack Obama are working, we're working closely. And um, obviously, during... Barack Obama was a big representation for African-Americans and people of color that they can obviously become or join office. Um, But we still cannot acknowledge, we still got to acknowledge the fact that um, 
Barack Obama did make some mistakes in his time. Um, that the whole deal with um, submitting troops into Afghanistan uh, without a little plan, there was that. Um, his his idea was to, one of his other ideas was um, trying to change the economic status quo. It seemed like he did do some improvements on it, but it's it was more of a tweak rather than an overall change. Um, during Obama's um, speeches, he backed off. It seems like the promise that he made to pass new union protections for workers, he had backed off on that. And um, his idea of reversing and um, reversing to and reforming bad trade deals with other countries, um, that also was a big intrigue, um, a big idea or like a big problem during his time. So how do you think Joe Biden will um, learn from these problems? Because obviously, um, President, President Obama, after his presidency, acknowledged the fact that he did make those mistakes. And we've obviously forgiven him for it because President Obama, right? But how do you think Joe Biden will learn from these mistakes? Um, I personally think that, you know, that I think that him and, uh, you know, I don't think that, you know, Obama is completely out the picture when it comes to Joe Biden's presidency. Um I personally believe that somehow Biden is going to find a way to, you know, incorporate Obama into the picture somehow, you know, whether he makes him his chief of staff or, you know, whatever that case may be. Um, I don't think that, you know, I think that he's going to use, you know, Obama, you know, and what he did and the mistakes that he made. I think that he's going to use him as, you know, a guide on what to do and what not to do. Um, as far as Kamala Harris goes, I think, like she said, you know, she, she was saying that she was going to strive to be the vice president that Joe Biden was to Obama. Um, you know, I think that, you know, I think that she'll follow through with that. Um, I do also think that um, when it comes to Joe Biden's presidency, I think that, you know, when it comes to our troops and stuff, I think that he's going to be, you know, better at it because, you know, I'm not too sure, and don't quote me on this, but I know that there was a point in time where people were saying that uh, Trump called, you know, the people from the military suckers, you know, what kind of, and, you know, and that also leads people to believe, like, what kind of commander in chief are you that, you know, you're calling your troops that the people that are putting their life on the line for this country, something that you're not doing, how could you call them a sucker, you know what I mean, so... Hey, well, yeah, I definitely get that. That's kind of, I'm like, hey, you are who you lead, right? Because, like, if they're a sucker, you're the one who's leading them. You're the one who's giving the actions and stuff like that. Right. Well, going, let's get going into um, a more, let's say, a more easing side of the politics. What really, what was really a good joke um, during, before Joe Biden was elected president for 2021, did you ever notice his um his campaigning? Remember the um, what was it? The um, his merchandise. Oh my gosh, the fly. Yeah, swatter. his merch. Yes, his oh merch. Gosh. Yeah, that fly spotter was funny, as and they used that because of uh the fly on his, the that vice was, president's head. Yes. Yep, that was funny. That was, I did find that hilarious during the debate. Um, I realized that. And obviously, I know a lot of social studies teachers, not even just social studies teachers, but teachers in general, as soon as that day, this, the next day had like drawings of flies in their head, entertaining their students. So 
I guess that that was pretty interesting. Supposedly, the fly was stuck to his head due to hair gel, which obviously I can't complain. But the idea of a fly swatter as a campaign thing, a campaign thing, was very interesting. As well as the, um, I remember um, people had acknowledged the fact that um, Trump had paid only a certain amount of money in in taxes. And then, yeah, that was uh, another big problem that he got criticism on because you know people were saying that how are you a how are you a person with tons of money and you haven't you know you're not paying your fair share of taxes you know people were saying well why is it that you don't want to release your taxes like what is it that is so bad about your taxes that you don't want to release them you know so I think that another part of you know why people didn't reelect Trump was because he wasn't being as transparent as he said he was going to be, you know, I think transparency and that in this office, you know, the, the office of the president, transparency is really a big thing because, you know, you, you have to have somebody in the office that you can trust. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm looking at the different sides between president Trump, who is still currently president and our new elected president who will be president in 2021. Um, obviously, I remember people during presidency, um, what was requested is that masks, due to the pan- pan- the pandemic, were mandated, right? Uh, Trump says he would not do that. But, um, let's see, but small businesses and, um, so not even small businesses, any place in general had the right to refuse from people wearing masks they had the right to refuse for people wearing masks inside their establishment, but it became, it's, it was still legal to walk on the street with a mask off. So Biden says he will mandate mask. And obviously that's hopefully that works out. Cause I know I've seen people around who don't wear their mask in certain areas, right? Obviously there are some people who still don't believe that the coronavirus doesn't exist even exist even though they're cleared with the blatant facts that we have from our CDC um, both of them did agree on expanding testing though um, Biden said he would adopt nationwide testing and contact tracing so basically everyone anyone could get testing and I think for some in some situations for some c- career choices or jobs you, it's mandatory for you to get tested now correct me if I'm wrong yep yeah, um, my sister who works, you know, she has, you know, they they have she has to get tested because, you know, they can't have people with, you know, COVID coming in. Um, getting back to, um, you know, the mandation of masks, um, you know, I think that that's I think that that's going to work out well because, you know, you see what happened in New York. You know, we were a really big hotspot for the country. You know, at one point we had the most cases, you know. And our governor, Andrew Cuomo, you know, he cranked down on it. He was like, look, you have to wear a mask. This is, there's no way around it, you know. And, you know, and you see how in a matter of time we were able to, you know, you know, bend the curve and we were able to, uh, you know, bring our infection rates down, which is a good thing. Um, you know, the way Joe Biden said, he, you know, he, he was saying that, you know, if, you know, that the national government doesn't want to, you know, uh, go with it, then he'll go to the state government. And if that doesn't work, you know, he's going to go to local government. I don't think, though, that he would actually, you know, take time out and actually go to the local government because, you know, being president, you know, you would have more uh, responsibilities, so to say. 
Now, whether I could be wrong, I do think that that's not going to happen. But if it does, he will surprise me. And like, I don't think he'll de- he'll directly go, but he'll definitely send representatives from the cabinet. That would make more sense. Yeah. Um, well, getting away from more the um, the COVID nineteen side, getting into the economy and trade. Supposedly, Biden is um he's he's for uh raising the federal um the minimum wage to fifteen dollars per hour. So hopefully. While Trump was unclear about this matter, Biden did agree to this. Um, Biden also, well, actually both Biden and Trump did support the United States, Mexico, and Canada trade deal. So, yeah, that was right. interesting because uh, last time I checked, by, um, Trump wasn't really fond of Mexican immigrants in general. So I would think that, oh, maybe that because of that, he wouldn't want to do any trade with a place that doesn't have to, like, that they're having major immigration conflicts with, especially during a time of coronavirus. And I don't even know Mexico would agree to that after being, like, put in such, like, rude situations and stuff. Um, let's see. Yeah, touching on the topic of uh, immigration, um, what are your thoughts on, because, you know, when Trump, uh, you know, was sending out ICE to pick up, you know, illegal immigrants and stuff and how how many uh, immigrant, immigrant children were separated from their parents and their parents aren't can't be located to this day right now. Um, what do you think Biden, the Biden and Harris administration is? Well, Biden, about and Harris, um, Biden and Harris administration blatantly said that they were going to put some of the economy's money into relief efforts for this reunite children with their parents. So if they do this or if they don't, that's up to the future. But they did promise that they would do that. It's just if they do it at all. Because obviously, politicians are known to make empty promises. Let's hope Biden's not one of them, especially in this situation. Um, definitely that. Um, also, how do, you th- how do you think that... Uh, you think he's going to handle... You know, how do you think he's going to do this? Because... You know, Biden has to really, he on Biden and Harris have to hit the ground running when it comes to, because their inauguration date is January 20th. So, definitely. you know, how do you think that uh, this is going to play out? Because they have to hit the ground running. Um, what do you mean? By hitting the ground running, obviously, you mean that they have a lot of stuff coming towards them, correct? Yes, you know, they have this, they don't really have, you know, a chance to, you know, break, sit down, you know, and get situated because, you know, we still have, COVID going on, you know, we have an economic crisis going on, you know, and there's so many things that are going on in our country right now that when they get into office, they don't have time to relax. They have to get to work immediately. You know, um, uh, Biden has put together his uh, COVID-19 task force already, which I think is a good thing so that when they get or set up, they can, you know, like I said before, hit the ground running. Um, how do you think that need to uh, make right, so to speak? Well, definitely, I know they're going to start focusing on COVID-19 or like they're going to designate a certain group of people or a certain task force towards COVID-19 and uh, obviously making that vaccine, obviously making sure people are wearing that mask because 
back to what he was saying about the mandation of mask. It might be it might be illegal if you don't wear a mask during a uh, pandemic time. So obviously, that goes back to the defunding the police thing, where we can't afford to do that now. If you really want to crack down on these COVID cases, but other than the COVID cases, I also see that he agrees for um, let's see, he agrees to support like the COVID nineteen um, uh, let's see, the COVID nineteen insurance plan for unemployment. I've I've seen not even just adults, but I've seen students get a wholesome amount of money for being unemployed, as in they had a job before they filed for unemployment because they uh, they either said they supported their family with the money that they were making, and they got a good co- uh, a, a check, they a decent amount of money, and for kids like they're getting like what six hundred depending on how many hours they work, they can get like a good. Six hundred nineteen, six hundred ninety-eight dollars, like every two weeks, and for a kid, that's a lot of money for depending on how many hours you work. Yes, it is. Um, let's see. Um, going back, you to know what? The going on to you're saying. Uh, going. To, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, going to going back to the uh COVID nineteen relief. Um, you know, a big problem with that they're having in Congress right now is getting you know a COVID-19 relief bill, you know, another a second one, you know, to have another a second uh, stimulus check put out. Um, now, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell was saying that he was going to, you know, work closely with the Demo- with Democrats to, um, you know, get one out. But now a lot of people are questioning, well, is Trump going to, you know, comply with this? And He can veto. He can veto the bill. I mean, although he can't veto it, but for so long that I believe at most, and then uh, Congress can uh, override his veto with a, a two-thirds majority vote. So, what do you think is going to happen in turn with this uh, COVID nineteen relief bill by the end of the year? I'm like, it is still just a bill. So, depending on if it becomes a law or not is up to Congress, but it obviously has to go back into what the details of the exact bill is. So definitely, he would probably have to look at that. Uh, most likely, as in he's becoming a new president with a majority Republican Party, he's probably going to have a little bit of backlash from the Senate or Congress or wherever the bill has to go towards. So it depend- he might have to revise that. Senate. Yeah, the Senate. He might have to um, he might have to revise that bill under multiple times. But I believe that if it has to do anything with COVID-19, depending on like how hard it cracks down on U.S. citizens, they're probably going to have to go towards um, there. might They actually might have to go back and look directly at the Constitution to see what exactly they can and can they can or cannot do. So that, that's just my personal idea on it and how they're probably going to deal with it. Okay, well, that's interesting. As you know, right now, the Democrats still have the House, so we still have uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Um, now, right now, the Senate is actually currently undecided. If I'm not mistaken, I do believe that we have... Uh,
I'm like, bro, down the middle. So if it's um, I think that the there's middle, two seats like... open, two seats open on both sides, where that would cause a draw. Them gained control. All right, guys, we're back. Uh, sorry that my internet cut out on me. Uh, it's extremely trash right now. So, uh, getting back to what we were talking about, uh, I believe the last question um, that I had proposed was, how do you think that because the Senate is leaning more towards Republican, how do you think that that is going to affect Joe Biden and everything that he does, well, wants to do? Well, what I realized that during Trump's presidency is that there are people who are Republican that were not for Trump, but they still selected their Republican Party. Obviously, one can change it, but I believe that's one of the scenarios where the Republicans that are that are in Senate are Republican because of the fact that they support the party and not Trump. So I still think that though there might be a possibility for impartiality, I still think that Joe Biden will Joe Joe Biden and making his laws, the Senate won't like disturb that as much as people might think because of the fact that it's favoring towards Republican. I believe like it'll be a little bit more equal, even though some people may have the idea that like oh, because of the fact that it's a Republican, they're gonna go against um Joe Biden, but. Joe Biden's for the first thing that Biden's going to go against is the coronavirus, right? So he's probably going to make bills and laws or submit bills and laws that are going to go for that. So I don't think, unless it's absolutely preposterous, I don't think the Senate will do anything or like they won't disagree for any unblatant reason such as bias. Interesting. Now, during uh, Biden's uh, victory speech, he said that um, he wasn't, you know, president of the blue states or the red states. He's president of the United States and that he didn't care whether you vo- he people voted for him or not. He was still going to protect him as though they had voted for him. What do you think about him and, you know, Kamala? What do you think that are they going to, you know, hold up on their promises on that or you, do you think they're going to make it difficult for those that did not vote for him? I definitely think that's a very good question. But knowing Biden and um, and Kamala Harris, you know, being like district attorney, I as well as being a minority group with Kamala Harris being their vice, the vice president, I believe that there's not going to be that much impartiality between red states and blue states. Because, like he said, he blatantly made the um. It would have, it would have surprised me more, if, if he were to separate or if he were to treat red states different than blue states, it would surprise me more if he didn't mention it, rather than if he did mention it because of the fact that he brought the idea up that, or he brought the concept of that he will treat each state no matter who voted for who, differently, not not differently that he would treat them the same. I feel like that's not going to be a problem with Joe Biden's presidency. Interesting. Now, uh, if you've paid attention, um, you know, the, our go- the governor of New York, Andrew M. Cuomo, he was saying that, you know, that a lot of problems were coming from the federal government when it came to getting support 
for New York during the coronavirus and that, you know, the federal government didn't do all that it could have done to help support New York and its fight against coronavirus. What do you think is going to change in that sense? Do you I'm, think that, you know, they're going to provide more support or, you know, less support or provide the same amount of support that we've been given so far? And like, like mentioned earlier, unlike Trump, President President Biden said he would mandate, mandate, make it mandatory that masks have to be worn in public areas. So that's obviously going to make a big factor. Plus, he also mentioned that he he was going to advance or he was going to work with uh, a scientific cabinet um, towards looking forward, looking for a vaccine or discovering vaccines. Obviously during this time period right now, we also are dealing with the flu. So we're also going to have to look out for that when we are doing testing, because even though they have similar, uh, even though they have similar symptoms, they're totally different things and that could waste resources and eco- economic in that economic sense. So obviously that's one thing they're going to have to look out for. So that's how I think they're going to react to that whole situation. Interesting. Now, if you haven't heard on the news already there, um, there is a company uh, Pfizer that is saying that they have a vaccine that is 90, 90% overall effective. Now, a lot of people are saying, yes, that this is a good thing, but a lot of people are now questioning, well, with this 90% effectiveness, what are the uh, side effects of the vaccine and what it could do? So do you think that um, that this is a, you know, a big step towards getting a vaccine for coronavirus? And do you think that Biden will you know, work with this company, Pfizer, and try to get a vaccine out sooner. I'm like, obviously, Biden's going to probably use his own personal science science team to see if this vaccine actually causes those um those um what is it called those white blood cells to actually attack the disease or like get them prepared for the disease if they were to get it right. So right, obviously, it is a, it is a private company, but I feel like if it is working with Biden. Biden's going to do everything on in his power to make sure that that vaccine actually works because he's now in charge of millions and billions of people. So, and that could directly either help or not help his citizens. So he needs to be very careful with that. I don't know what pathing he's going to do, but that's definitely one thing that we will have to look up for in the future when he does become officially president. So, Interesting. You know, another problem that uh, right now Biden has been having is that um, there is a 60 year tradition that the president elect should get the briefings that the president is getting now. Now, there have been White House correspondents that have not released the briefings to Joe Biden. So how do you think that them not releasing these briefings to Joe Biden, how do you think that that will either benefit or hurt Biden when he gets into office. Mike, that's definitely going to hurt Biden not coming into office because obviously, like you said, he doesn't have a lot of time to actually look over all of the things and get situated in his, his into his position. So this is obviously another setback that Biden will have to go with. But obviously his cabinet or his newly elected cabinet will definitely try to help him out with that because, you know, benefiting the United States and all that. 
But this is going to be one of the major factors to see how Biden actually deals with this type of um, conflict, because obviously with the job, conflict does follow. So he'll have to be able to learn how to deal with that. Hopefully he does. And I can't say anything until like until the, the future, man. Okay. Uh, you know, so going, you know, going off topic for a little while, um, what do you think is, you know, going to happen with this, uh, with Trump and him going and talking about he's pursuing legal action because of voter fraud? Mind you, no one has, uh, there has been no evidence suggesting that these accusations are correct. So how do you think that this will affect the country? I'm like, I definitely think this is just, uh, um, in my opinion, I don't think he, we're actually going to take it that seriously. Because even if there's voter fraud, you are, you remember that Biden did win significantly. And there has been, there has been a recall for um, counts because I remember um, some states had, were forced to recount because of President Trump. And then when they did recount, Biden did get more votes in that situation. So I don't think he has the authority to issue another recount after one was already elected. So I don't think that's going to be that much big of a problem. But again, we still have the whole theatrics of him dragging his feet and doing a whole other, a whole bunch of other stuff, trying to make sure that whatever Biden does or when Biden gets into elected, it's probably going to be one of the hardest things for Biden due to the fact that Trump is doing this right now. Interesting. Now, do you think, because, you know, like I was saying earlier and before, Trump said that he's not leaving the White House, you know, willingly. So if he does not choose to do so, you know, does not choose to leave the White House willingly and secede, and how do you think that they are going to have to go about removing him from office? I'm like, there's definitely no way that he can forcefully stay or like not there's I don't think that's going to be a problem if he I feel like he doesn't he's not that he's he can't be that dumb to to stay in office or like try to keep staying in office after constant reelection, not constant reelection, constant recounting of votes, because. Obviously, they're going to have to get the authorities into it. If he has to be physically removed from the premises, that makes it even worse. He's already seen as a joke to most people of Democratic parties. Um, And I don't think that would be wise on his idea. Because I know after this, he's probably going to try to keep a low profile when it comes to um, his um, post-presidential life. So I don't think he'll do that. Because if he does do that, it's going to have a problem with like, the places where he does plan to hold residency afterwards. So that's definitely what I think is going to happen. Interesting. Now, um, a lot of people are uh, questioning because when, as president in the White House, you have immunity to prosecution from outside prosecutors. So do you think that when he leaves the White House, do you think that there are going to be many prosecutions uh, and charges being pressed upon him when he leaves the White House. Definitely. Um, I realize that a lot of um things that are going on is that he's probably going to try to leave the country so he doesn't get hit with these prosecutions. Uh, that was just a little joke that was going around, but it definitely could be the case 
that someone would try to leave the country to avoid being prosecuted for multiple crime charges. But that's definitely if any of those allegations are true, which I do not currently know based on the facts. But that's definitely one thing that could happen. Okay. Well, well, Ethan, this has been a really good conversation. Uh, thank you for being a part of this week's Thanks podcast. And hey, anytime. Have a good one, you guys. All right. Well, you guys enjoy. I hope you guys enjoyed. I'll see you on the next podcast.